0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDSE.
1: Welcome to the Flying Solo podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish.
0: Hi, and welcome to another podcast from Flying Solo. Don't forget, if you're enjoying the show, please consider leaving a review on iTunes. It helps us so much. Um, Or post a comment on Flying Solo, or on our Facebook page, or on our SoundCloud page, or indeed straight into my podcast inbox. That's podcast at flyingsolo.com.au. Now then, what women want? Well, I've always wondered that one. Uh, Today, we're going to explore how to engage the female buyer, and my guest is Helen Rowe a woman who helps individuals grow their business. An Irish woman who's had the good sense to move somewhere warmer, Helen completed her Bachelor of Business Studies in Ireland and France and honed her marketing and business development skills at the big end of town. Hey, thanks for joining us, Helen.
1: Thank you, Robert, it's wonderful to be here.
0: Good, so look, we're talking about what women want, how to engage the female buyer. Mm. And perhaps, let me start by just asking you, You know, are we doing it all wrong?
1: Well, that's that's a good question, Robert. You know, I think definitely there's more work to be done. Um, you definitely look from the mass market side of things, and there's a lot of people doing it right. However, as I've found in the entrepreneurial world, there's there's more there's more work to be done here. There's definitely room for improvement. You know, the tools of the trade, you know, in marketing, they're changing and evolving so much. Mm. But the one thing that's constant is that women are are still and will be always the chief purchasing officer of the home.
0: Yeah. Okay. So
1: that's the part that we really have to um, understand and grasp the purchasing power of women. And that, like, they are making 80% of all purchases. So they're the influencers and the decision makers. And although, you know, we get, um, we get carried away with looking at new target markets and niches and millennials and all these things, mm. they're great. But it does come back to the gender difference.
0: Okay. So just before we sort of dive into it, and I know we're going to sort of talk through some particular tips and strategies mm-hmm. that uh, we can think about. Are the are the main offenders us blokes, or do women kind of not market to women too well as well?
1: I certainly wouldn't like to to tarnish everybody with the one brush, but you know, <laughs> definitely guys have have a different communication style. I mean, we were well aware that males and females communicate differently. Hmm. So you know, therefore, why don't we market differently to each gender? Um I think what tends to happen as well, we observe a lot in the marketplace that when it co- comes to sales conversations, we feel we have to reser- revert to the masculine role and very much the hard sell. So that that definitely is present. But I think it's I think it's um, it's something both of both male and female we can work on together.
0: Yeah. To, okay. Yeah. All right, so look, where do we start with all this? Then you know, mm. I, I imagine a number of people listening thinking, "Oh God, don't tell me I'm going to redo everything <laughs> I do." You know, so where do we where do we start?
1: I think the first thing to do is to ask ourselves why women. Um, and once we understand that, we can then see the implication for our business. So I've said already, you know, they're looking at, women are looking at um, really having some impact on 80% of all purchases. So even though for in, in your business, for instance, you may not sell or think directly that women are a huge segment of your audience, they're definitely influencing the purchase of the male, um, whether that's through um, approval or opinions or whatever it is, they're there, they're present. But the key thing to note for women in your marketplace is also that they drive sales. They have the key um, marketing, the most powerful marketing strategy and the low-cost or no-cost multiplier effect that we call word of mouth. Mm. And that is, it is is so much stronger in, in women than it is in men. Um, and so really, that's part of what you need to tap into as well for your business. That, you know.
0: Yeah, look, and just, just um, hearing what you're saying there about word of mouth, I mean, we've recently closed our um, survey that we run every couple of years and we haven't published the results yet but I had a quick sort of skim through um the, the some of the some of the raw data as it came in and lo and behold of course up there at the top again uh, as the primary contributor to new business leaders word of mouth I mean it's uh-huh. it's always has been and probably always will be so for somebody then who's um, listening to this what sort of um what kind of where do where do we or what do we need to do with perhaps the you know do we have to pull apart everything we're doing or is it is it just you know what Mm -hmm. i I can imagine people say Mm -hmm. being a little bit confronted by some of it
1: sure and that's the good thing robert you actually don't have to start again you know marketing to women doesn't need to cost more and it doesn't need um it doesn't mean that you're going to alienate your male audience that's they're two really important things to note okay um really it's about I guess, you know, if I could if I could summarize it in a minute, a couple of things, I would say three things that you could take away sure. are um connecting where women are, okay? Mm. Because often we find you know the product or the service that you're offering you're not the business might not be where where women are and really that means it could be for you to get outside of your comfort zone and be in an area that they are and their forums their print press whatever it is there wherever they hang out it really is important to be in their environment so that they feel comfortable then learning about what you do and how you can help them so that will be the first thing Mm. to connect where women are
0: okay and presumably also in there is you know we we you sort of touched on it briefly there but this whole sort of um, social networking space I mean we know that and a lot of women do congregate on social online networking so again perhaps someone listening who's a maybe a male and is running a business where perhaps he's listening now and thinking well yes actually it's likely that the purchase of my services or my products could indeed be influenced in a major way by women so to that person we're kind of saying well i guess you know have a look at networking events have a look at online networking have a look at facebook pages have a look at places where you could be that maybe as a as a bloke you don't think you want to be that's what you're saying right
1: yeah and you know sometimes that might not be the most enticing invitation for for a guy so what i would suggest (laughs) there is um, perhaps look at who you could partner with to introduce you to those to have access to those audiences or you know Mm you can, there's, there's cost effective ways to tap into um, a brand ambassador, somebody who's going to represent your product or um, to trial your product and then will bring it to those people for you. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to show up feeling you know the odd one in the room but at the same time definitely you have to have some kind of presence there
0: yeah that's uh, a great idea i love that thought of, a, of an ambassador having someone who mm-hmm, can sort mm-hmm. of introduce you and bring you in there okay so that's your first point is connect connect where women are and start thinking like that start perhaps observing around you where those places may be kind of yes. where, where to next
1: mm-hmm. next is tailoring your message okay um a lot of traditional marketing is is sort of wide appeal and speaking at the audience rather than to them Mm. Um, and this is really um, I guess part of tied into the whole really niche um, aspect and getting clear on who you're speaking to and often we tend to generalize you know for fear of leaving somebody out but really the the successful and the forward-thinking brands that are talking to women correctly, they're the ones who are are saying things like, we get you, you know, you've got it. Um, And they're really meeting them where that person is at, um, so it's it's a bit a bit like the empowering the woman um, type advertising you've seen in Dove and, and that, but it's it's mm. actually taking it one step further. And you know, there's a brand, Robert, that I actually really think are doing it really well right now. They are um, a lifestyle brand. You might know Anthropology in the states, mm-hmm. and they really, if you just even pick an, a, a brand that you follow or you admire and see how they're doing it. So, for example, those guys are so clear as to how they can really resonate with their audience that they actually say it they say we get what works they say in their advertising and in their um on their site you know we get what matters and we get you and ultimately that's what a woman wants to know that you understand her predicament or her Problem, whatever yeah, it is. okay. So and anthrop-
0: anthropology is what sort of business? Forgive me, I don't know.
1: Um, that. That's an online uh, retailer. So it oh, okay. is fashion and lifestyle branding. Yeah. yeah okay,
0: terrific. And uh, just one little tip I'll throw in there that's one that I, I, I just reminded myself of is um, a great thing, I think, as well, can be to go and buy a few, for anybody who really wants to immerse in this, mm-hmm. go and buy a few women's magazines. And read them and get yes. an idea of the language and the imagery and the positioning and the just the, the whole way things are done because it's very different to reading a bloke's sports magazine. Or exactly. Something. <laughs>
1: absolutely. Different. That is top advice, Robert. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Look at those forward-thinking um, brands. And, and they don't always have to be, you know, world-class leaders. They could be somebody that's local to your business as well or local to your community as well. But even just getting a flavour, as you say, of the language or how they position themselves um and and really picking up on that
0: mm, okay so do you th- do you think for again let's imagine somebody um who might be in the sort of professional services maybe they're a coach consultant let's put them in that sort of role and possibly have been running for a couple of years and actually hearing this thinking well Actually, that's quite interesting. You know, the majority of the people that I work with are women or Mm -hmm. at least 50 percent are. Um, So presumably in that scenario, that that's a strong signal that, yes, they need to just start at the beginning and maybe have a look at everything. Maybe even get a a girlfriend to go through it and say, what, you know, what do you see here? What do you, you know, what do you pick up? Is that a useful exercise?
1: It is indeed. Feedback is one of the best forms of research you can do. I mean, mm. it's free and it's it's as simple as you say, asking a girlfriend or asking a, you know a friend who um, is just going to give you some honest advice. You can even survey your audience, your list, and uh, do something on SurveyMonkey. And it's really until you ask those questions that you start realizing um, you you have there's a different perspective on how you can view your business and mm. how a woman will actually see what you're doing
0: fantastic mm-hmm. okay so connect where women are tailor your message you have a third point
1: point. and people show people in your marketing um this is is, is a really mm. basic one yes not everybody's doing it though um it's all about connection as we know okay and building that know like and trust factor and um, but simple simple um visuals have 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 known and research has proven this that they have a huge impact versus um, visuals with no people in them so what we're looking at is putting not necessarily women just people and really what that's doing is that is telling your audience and your women your female audience and it's connecting with them at a much faster rate so they can identify with either who is in the photograph or in the in the visual or they can resonate with the message much quicker
0: Mm, okay. It's interesting. I was talking to um, to a woman yesterday who works with uh, individuals to create really nice, um, engaging, short videos. Mm-hmm. And um, presumably, again, I mean, I'm, I, I'm sort of tailoring this, as you can tell, somewhat towards people that maybe have the large part of their marketing appearing online. Mm-hmm. Um, presumably, the use of videos kind of goes in the same way as images does, and could be a great way to perhaps have a a female customer talking about her outcome uh, of of the consequence of your products or services can be quite Absolutely,
1: absolutely. Mm -hmm. And video is just taking it that step further. And then that ties in beautifully with what we were just talking about, that multiplier effect. So it's the word of mouth, really... There is no greater uh, marketing tool that you can tap into, um, and that would just work beautifully by by doing both of those.
0: Yeah, but when you also when you talk about imagery, you're not saying we should make everything pink and put flowers in the corner. It's not that sort of
1: thing. Yeah, no, no, definitely not. I mean, women are savvy customers and they know a quick fix when they see one. So they are really looking at. Um, Something that's aesthetically pleasing, yes. So it's not to say a bit of pink or some really fresh flowers. It doesn't help. Sure. But they're not, um, you know, they're not looking at a blue version and a pink version. They want to see something that is is, is really appealing to them, yes. But also um, it demonstrates, you know, um, a solution to that problem that they have.
0: Yeah, okay. Can I just sort of turn this on its head a little bit and just... Just ask you. You know, you're. Uh, we could. We can um, get some great benefit from the fact that you've you've fairly well recently-ish in the last few years transitioned from the other side of the world. So you know, in that sense, uh, of course, everything you're seeing is very different and is very. Mm-hmm. F- very fresh and Mm -hmm. um you know it's not what you're used to Mm -hmm. um where do you if you're going into and maybe an instance will come to mind for you or maybe not but when you go into a business whether it's a physical business or you're seeing them online what are the sort of things that you immediate that immediately send a sort of trigger to you that this isn't the right place for me. I mean, what, have you got, mm. got any ex- maybe any examples of things that it's, you've noticed? It's a
1: combination of things, really, Robert. Um, for me, a lot of my clients now are online. Um, mm. So it's definitely somebody's, a business's online presence. Um, But there has to be some kind of a personal connection there Mm. and really a person behind the face. You know, for so long, I was representing these mass market global brands and I didn't have my own identity. So for me, that was a challenge when I came out working on my own. Um, And I saw beautifully how others were doing it in the marketplace and it really is, I think, what um, separates you from the crowd is that you can put some level of uniqueness and personality into your brand mm. and, and let that shine through. So that, that's what I would be looking for.
0: Yeah, look, I totally agree with that. And I know that um, mm-hmm. we can find information about you at HelenRowe.com.
1: Correct.
0: Yes. Roe. Uh, Hellemroe.com, and I spent some time on there yesterday having a look at your work clearly and and what you're up to, and I certainly got that. You know, I I know immediately you have a family. You're mm-hmm. out. You mm-hmm. know, you like the outdoors. You, all of those things. So, and that's that's mm-hmm. not through anything you'd written, but it's just. Mm-hmm the visual side of it so yeah. and w- presumably then also you're not a great fan of you know what's very clearly a stock image with some smiling faces <laughs> that's kind of not going to work for you is it
1: not not quite not quite no. no um I think you know definitely to position yourself as a professional you have to recognize that within yourself and you know we all start off somewhere and we bootstrap and we do what we can but as soon as you can really invest in your own online presence that's where i would put it um definitely your work has to back that up but um i do i do feel a lot of decisions are made um by buyers by their first impressions
0: mm.
1: and um and, and a real part of, a big part of that is your online presence for sure
0: mm. and okay. where do you do you, do you observe in the time that you've been here any any particular australian businesses that are, that are doing it really well you've, you've talked to us about anthropology do you see anybody or i know you mm. you're based down in canberra surrounded by mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. government departments do you do you have any i would actually yeah there?
1: i mean i would actually take it really local and look at mm. what's around on my community robert and there's some amazing um wellness experts and um personal trainers who are yeah. really rocking it by purely being having a their their business is bricks and mortar so they are um you know face to face with their customers and really it's about getting the um the goodwill and the referrals going and seeing how that has a huge impact in the community um so if you're a local business that's that's definitely worth you know um gold to you Mm. Um, so so they would be the ones i would look to that are say that i would say are doing it really well
0: yeah it's interesting i think particularly with uh little sort of indie Independent gyms. Mm -hmm. You know, I remember it's so you can walk past a gym, and you can just by looking in the window, you can see is this a sort of meaty place where you can hear (laughs) lots of clanging of weights and sweaty blokes, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, or is this somewhere where I'm going to, you know, feel comfortable um, doing my stretches and doing my exercise? And it's, um it it, it really is quite interesting, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Somehow, some businesses give off a real persona of masculinity um versus femininity and i and i think what you're saying is yeah. we just kind of need to be somewhere very nicely in the middle where where sort of both parties can um can feel very comfortable um okay so we've got um connect with where women are tailoring mm-hmm. your message um looking at whole areas of imagery what about the whole sort of use of language uh I, I guess i mean that's your sort of telling your message thing i guess but do you think in in the written word um do we need to should we be spending more time on that than perhaps we have been
1: I think so. I think the conversation um, in person or online is all about the connection that we talked about um, before. So the conversation is um, and we say you know in marketing that that actually a sale is um, at the beginning of the customer rela- customer relationship, not at the end. So you actually are looking at building that rapport right from the beginning, and that is in your copy as well. Um, and a great way to do that is is find a common interest with your audience. So it's it's not necessarily looking at what you are doing about all the time and and sharing you know the how tos and and the benefits of what you're doing, but it's actually also looking at but from from the female perspective and seeing where she is at in, in her life right now um, and what you can share that, um, I, I guess, you know, has some common interest for you both, whether that's, you know, family life, you yeah, know, sir. products or services you use, how that impacts your life, um, you know, organizational tools, you know, time savers, whatever it is. Um, it doesn't have to be directly linked to what you're doing, but it does have to um make that connection which is is really really key
0: yeah okay okay um let me just throw another one at you then what about um moving it sort of from offline to um sorry from online to offline so Mm -hmm. imagine somebody who's looking to Mm -hmm. move more into the female market or to have a, a you know engage more strongly than they currently are um if we're going to speak at an event, maybe we've managed to talk our way into an event and we can see that there's a slight majority of women in the room. Is there anything particular, should we... Should we look um, different? Should we, is there anything we can, <laughs> yeah. sorry. Oh, look, I'm just asking some you basic stuff. You just smell stuff.
1: really nice. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but I mean, no, 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 that's, I mean, yeah. that's serious.
1: Yeah, I know. And that's a really mm. good, it's a good point, actually, because there is something that's really key to do that a lot, actually, of us don't do. Mm. We get caught up in our own story. Um, and the, one of the biggest things you can do is it, when you're, when you're in conversation with somebody is actually listen.
0: Yes, yes.
1: Um, you're not doing the talking, you're actually listening. Mm. And that can often lead you to asking the correct questions then, because you've actually been really present and listened to that person. and and they can sense that. They know then, actually, you really are listening to me here because we're, the, the conversation is making sense rather than you jumping in with, well, I have something that actually, do you know something oh, that yes. will really help you? And you're just like, oh no. Um, I'll tell you a funny one. The, um, a recent, um, report I was reading was, was, uh, suggesting the, the different body language, um, signals and how some guys would, would interpret a female nodding during a conversation as, oh yeah, all's going well here. She's, you know, positively, um, engaged and mm. reacting to, to what I'm talking about. Whereas actually what's happening is the female is just, um, probably either disinterested or just trying to be polite by nodding that they're listening. Oh, so
0: Damn. <laughs> my my wife nods at me every night. Oh that's so bad.
1: So, so there you go. Two completely different yeah. interpretations of what the nodding is for. So um you, you, to overcome that, you know listening is a great starting place,
0: yeah and, look, and i i've I, I 't remember how many hundreds of years ago it was when I read uh, Men are from Mars and Women are from Venus, yeah. but I mean my goodness still a goodie those, though it's yeah. still a yeah. great one, and I think to any guy listening who 's thinking, "Oh, I really need to do some work here for goodness' sake, um, go down to your local vinnies and get a second hand copy of that <laughs> um, and i it was a revelation to me i mean it, this was a number of years ago um, when I realized that actually. Most times, or a lot of times, when women uh, when a woman is talking to you, they want it's more important that they're heard. They're not asked. They're not talking to you with a view to you suddenly diving down their throat with a solution. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself that with my wife, saying, "No, stop, stop, you know, stop trying to fix it. Stop trying to listen, listen, listen." <laughs> and uh, I remember one other piece that I um, that I picked up a number of years ago, which is uh, talking about body language. I thought was so useful is if you're speaking or you're standing in front of a woman at an event or whatever do not put your hands in your pockets mm-hmm. um, women apparently have you have a natural sort of concern of what's that man doing with his hand in his pocket it's um <laughs> which is so interesting yeah. you know yep. and it's um and yet the number of it's, times you'll see someone who's maybe not terribly confident at speaking will stand there mm-hmm. with a hand or both hands in their pockets don't yeah. do it guys it's not a good look
1: yeah and, and you often see you know guys doing that together that's just that's a casual stance for them yes, so, so yes. no no biggie but no. absolutely if you're having a conversation of a profession in a professional capacity it's not probably the best move for you no,
0: no i think not <laughs> okay well helen thank you so much um it's been great to talk with you and i think there's there's a point a lot of pointers there for people who can start to perhaps have a look at what they're doing have a think about what they're doing and uh, and maybe gear things much more as you say towards uh, the female audience what women want and it's uh, as you say a massive audience very influential when it comes to purchase decisions are uh, in a surprising kind of breadth of of area as well you know that the, the influence of the woman in a purchase decision is is very far-reaching so thank you for giving your time to the flying seller community so um com is a place to go and uh we've got a couple of your wonderful articles on our site and hopefully we'll have more and uh thank you for spending your time with us
1: Thank you indeed, Robert. It's been wonderful to be here. Thank you. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything we know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au.